I hug Good. anybody who wants it. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of yeah. slutty. It's, you're gonna get sick. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna you get bring hug BDs. Hug BDs. You're gonna get uh, embraceria. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is gross. When you're sliding in the home and then you hug a guy. <laughs> Can this not be the intro audio? Oops. <laughs> Oops. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy. Justin just sold you a lie because I clearly know the best game of the week. My name is Christopher Plant. You can call me the Mish. What? The, the Mish. <laughs> like like the Mish. Uh, my name is Russ Frustick, and I'm not the Mish, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're the Mench. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. hey. We don't want people to think that Chris Plant is the Kamish. Just, just part and parcel because of i don't know because he's the smallest right you know um it's because he brought two bad games in a row <laughs> well I did, I did not bring a bad game this week it's true his game is not terrible this week uh is yeah. he still gonna pitch it i'm so i think he should still let the people know about the game even though it's pretty clear that it's not gonna win against all the other games okay well, i don't just, think the commissioners get game can win like you're getting crazy. No. hey everybody this is the besties it's a game of the year podcast that lasts all year long uh, much like King of the Hill, we compare the newest games of the Hey, man, I'm going to get propane. Then pit them. It's like the TV, like pit the TV show. Pit them against each other in Mortal Kombat or Injustice, Gods Among Us. Uh, Peggy? Pe- <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> and also, it is a show about King of the Hill and Brightness. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> that's oh, wow. guys, that's you not talking bad. about. That's the neighbor? That's Bobby. That's doing, Bobby. Doing a Jewish <laughs> okay. comedian. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Chris Play, as the commissioner, you are, of course, ineligible uh, because you'll be choosing our, our best game. So, maybe you should decide who gets to pitch first. I will. And before I decide, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. For people who like iOS games, Slingshot Racing is 99 cents. It is a one-button racing game. I thoroughly recommend it. It is a fine wine amongst the the swill that you can play on iOS right now. So when did it when did it come out? Came out like uh, last week. last week. It was last okay, week. Okay, yeah, all my favorite wines are a week old because they're oh. still like you know the, they haven't burn. fermented yet. They're basically just like smooshed grapes at that point. Smooshed. <laughs> I do want to say something about uh, Slingshot Racing because I actually like this game too. So you remember that scene, I think it was in Batman 2, or maybe Batman 1, the, one of the Michael Keaton ones, where he's driving through uh, Gotham, and he needs to take a turn really hard, oh, and he yeah. like shoots the grappling hook out onto the pole, and he spins around the pole. You guys remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's basically the concept of slingshot racing. So you're like constantly doing that around, instead of having to turn the wheel, you just like use your momentum. To whip yourself around corners. Yeah, you don't have the ability to control the gas or even your wheel. You just kind of slingshot around corners. That's Do you guys remember that from. scene? Slingshot racing. Do you guys remember that scene from, I think it was Batman and Robin, where uh, 
uh, Uma Thurman was there, and she just hit everybody with all of her pheromones. Yeah. And uh, and and Batman and Robin were both bidding on her like a piece of meat, and then Batman won because he he, he because he had a Batman credit card in his utility belt, and he was, he said something about never leave home without it. You guys remember that? And you could like see his nipples. Yeah. Fuck! Was, what a terrible movie. I know it was the worst. It was the so, worst. So, uh, so you guys, uh, I was actually thinking that maybe this week, uh, Mr. Justin could go first. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, my game of the week is Dragon's Dogma. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts. And you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, the unexpected overages. Sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Um, I have played it for, ah, shit, I don't know, probably... 15 hours all told maybe 20 hours it is uh so enjoy it's not enjoyable i love it uh i think it is it is an action rpg uh created by capcom it is i would say it it is clearly sort of the a japanese response to somewhere between skyrim and monster hunter not a japanese response to monster hunter that would be an echo chamber but uh it, it is a an open world uh, action rpg uh where you play the arisen which is a uh, a person who has had their heart stolen by a dragon literally like ripped out of his chest like a really back. charming lothario yeah. of a dragon yeah just like oh you you guys, you guys boned in his secret den, yeah. and he promised he'd yes. call. He never did. But he but anyway, it, the uh, he has a heart stolen by a dragon, uh, a charming like a Lothario of like a dragon. A, okay, good. Now let's not do that again. But he comes back to life to try to take vengeance. He is aided in his quest by uh, a pawn, and and, and uh, pawns are basically uh, slaves. I that, thought they were just like really small shrimp. No, no, no. You're thinking of prawn. That's a common oh. mistake. Uh, no, pawns are from basically, I think, from another dimension, sort of. But they have no will of their own. They wait for someone to tell them what to do. And when the arisen comes, that's you again. Uh, they they fall all over themselves to serve you. So uh, you create a class for yourself and a class for your pawn. Uh, and one of the cool things about the pawn system is that other people can check out your pawn basically they can borrow it uh 
uh, it doesn't take them away from your game. It's just a, another uh, uh, your, your pawn travels to their land. Uh, your pawn helps the people, and the people can send them back with uh, some gifts or a note about their, their appearance or fighting capabilities or whatever. I, for instance, have a beautiful little mage child named Special Boy, and he... What? <laughs> what? Yes. You, you enslaved a child? I enslaved a... No, I enslaved a beautiful, tow-headed uh, child named Special Boy, who thinks so, yes, I am just a did. cat's pajamas. Uh, and people check out Special Boy and then send, send him back no. with gifts. <laughs> you can't just put that sentence out it's in the that either. They borrow Special Boy Man, and oh, use him. God. And they, don't get dirty. What I have with Special Boy is, well... Special. Uh, so it's, the action is, no exaggeration, great. I mean, it feels really good. So much, so, so, so much better than than uh, Skyrim. Um, you and, you mean and the, the actual it's, combat? It's all presented in third person. Yeah. Um, it, everything's super responsive. There's tons of different styles. It's fully mappable. Like, if you want to, uh, you have three abilities that you can map to the face buttons for each weapon. So, like, if you have daggers equipped, you have three different dagger abilities. Uh, and you have a profession where you grow in the profession and you learn those abilities. Sort of like a job system from, you know, like, Final Fantasy, where you, you learn abilities in a specific job, and then you can always change careers and you and learn and grow in that job, but you keep all the abilities. So it, it's kind of it gives you a lot of freedom about how you want to play. If you get bored halfway through and you decide you want to be a mage or a hybrid class or whatever, they make it really easy for you to do so. Um, the the only thing that I don't like about it is that it it in many ways makes a lot of decisions that don't seem particularly player friendly. For instance, it's a giant open world and there's not really a fast travel system per oh. se at all. Um, now, uh, there is a you can get these items that are very expensive that'll let you port back to the main city and you can actually create other locales you can port to with those stones, but it's not a renewable resource and it costs a lot. Now, this is very bad in one way because it's like, oh God, but it makes journeys into a big deal. So like when you get to a place, you're like, I don't, I did not know if I was going to make it or not. I thought I was going to die. Uh, and I'm, and it makes it really rewarding and immersive, but it's not for, for everybody. And I end up cursing it as much as I like it. But anyway, that's dragon's dogma. I I've found it really, really, really enjoyable. And, 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 uh, like I said, draws me in, the the connections that that you make with the world sort of because of its uh quirks i guess you could say or, or at least in part because of its quirks um it really works for me so i really i really enjoy it but it's probably not for everybody okay I got, I, I got a few questions hit few me. questions hit me with uh, your best first shot. what is the dogma of the dragons do you actually learn it i don't think you get too deep into there into there's not the story is not uh, it's barely there like you just gotta get your heart back. That's all. Uh, and crazy things happen, and don't really pay off. There don't there doesn't seem to be a lot of thought given to the story. Um, so I can't answer your question with any alacrity. He's actually he's devoutly religious, isn't he? He's like he's a, he is a Hasidic Jew. Yeah. But but uh but that is his that but he's very personal about it. He's very private about it. Mm-hmm. 
Got it. Got it. Uh, the heart is it a metaphorical heart or is it? Oh a no! Heart? no. Dog rips your heart out your chest, and it's actually pretty funny because it lets you make your hero like physically however you want to. So mine's mine's a pretty close representation to me. He's kind of a chunkster, and the dragon like plucks his heart out of his chest, and there's this like chubby guy laying in the sand with a hole, and he picks up a sword. It's like, what are you doing, Beefus? What, what, what do you think you're gonna do with that? Look at you. You you look like Ed Grimley's fat brother and you're going to make a run at this dragon and try to fight him. Like it's it's pretty it but it is awesome because I made him the most agile class you can have. So it's got these awesome boss fights where oh that's the other thing I forgot to tell you. Uh with there are big monsters, uh Griffin's Cyclops what? Uh, Griff, <laughs> Griffons, uh Cyclops eye, Cyclopi, Cyclopses. Uh and you can use the right trigger to grapple any of them. So if you jump and halt, press right trigger behind one of those those things, you'll just grab onto their back. Very Shadow of the Colossus, but much more dynamic. So you can, like, climb all over them. So you're climbing on the back of the Cyclops and plunging a dagger into his eye while he, you know, wildly tries to knock you out of it. And those boss fights can happen basically at any point. They'll just fly out of the sky and, and try to murder you. But it's not scaled, right? Because like you could just turn the corner. Oh no, like, it's not scaled at all. None, yeah. Nothing in this game is scaled. So every once in a while, you'll run into like anything. It could be like a wolf, and you'll shoot it with an arrow, and you'll realize like, oh, I've shot him ten times, and his health hasn't decreased at all. I am going to die. Um, but it's not punishing in the way that like a, a Dark Souls is. You can you can save at any time. Um, it's just kind of frustrating because you'll think, oh, I'm going to do this quest. And you walk all the way there and then you realize, like, oh, there is no, I have nothing that is going to help me here. I, I am not ready for this at all. One I, thing that I, I wanted to ask you. So I've seen, like, video of it and there's this weird use of, like, text boxes where your, like, compatriots are talking. Yes. And it fills up, like, half the screen. Yes. That, that. That I recommend you turn that off first. Oh, thing. you can turn that oh, off. Oh, totally. Oh, the, great. The interface is kind of cluttered initially. Like it even has buttons that tell you like what your butt. It has a display that tells you what your buttons do in any given context. I recommend turning that off and turning off the pawn dialogue. Your pawns are still a little chatty, but you can sit them. <laughs> this is great. You can sit them down in something called the knowledge chair. <laughs> in in all the pubs and stuff. So you sit across I'm sitting across special boy in the knowledge chair and he's like, "So, I've been talking a lot. How's that working for you?" And you're like, "No, special boy. Don't talk so much." He's like, "I'm sorry, dad. I let you do- I didn't say dad. Sorry, sorry, sir Arisen. I let you down. I'll talk a little less." It's like, "I've been I've been he- healing myself and you do you want me to just focus on you it's like yeah special boy i do you just keep dad alive and we'll worry about you later all right arisen you're the boss that's the knowledge chair um can i borrow special boy if i get the game will you loan him out you can borrow special boy special boy <laughs> okay uh you anybody can borrow special boy that wants to uh he is he is a level 20 i think he's level 30 wizard now so you can just take him with you can uh, you start with like a level 30s pawn and like like right at the beginning of the game you can if you're this is the way i understand it if you go into you go into this other dimension to re- recruit pawns basically um, like the, the ghostbusters like where slimer lives 
Yes, that's exactly like that. Uh, and when you go in, there are it's pop it's pre-populated with a bunch of pawns that are of your level, but also any of your friends that are playing, uh, it their pawns are there, uh, and they don't have to be level appropriate. Like okay. I've been playing with Patrick Klepik's wizard Oi has been actually been following me the whole time because he's like level forty and has some dope spells, and it it can. I mean, in one way, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy made it a lot easier. But on the other hand, it doesn't. the game doesn't scale whatsoever. So it's not really like – it doesn't feel like I'm cheating because the game it, it doesn't care what level I am. So maybe I – you know, it, it just feels like you're trying to even the odds a little bit. Um, and it never feels like they are overpowering you. What's also kind of cool is once your pawn goes on a quest, uh, they will have – they gain knowledge of the quest – so, like, if Oi has already been on a quest with Patrick, when I'm on the quest, I can talk to Oi, and he will have insight for me. Like, he'll know uh, the best ways of getting there, and he'll know what enemies are weak to, and he'll know, <laughs> and he'll just like he'll he'll volunteer that information, uh, which is really cool. It'd be great if he was more patronizing. Like, oh, you, you sure oh. you want to go down that way? When Patrick <laughs> did this mission, he <laughs> used fire. But I guess, I guess, I guess different, water will be different okay. strokes for different folks, I suppose. Uh, so, Justin, that that sounds like a really good game. Like, unless you have a seafood allergy, I think people will probably want to play. It. Oh my God, stop! Okay. Uh, right. uh, <laughs> just try to try it out one, one more. Just get one more try. Eh? Get one more spin. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I think it sounds like the best uh, video game that Kevin Smith has directed yet. What? Oh, Dogma. See, that was a Dogma oh, wow. joke. That was a Dogma. Dog- uh, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, so, uh, Russ, you want to go? Can we put Chris Plant in the knowledge chair? <laughs> <laughs> he is Chris Plant, stop boy. talking so much. <laughs> Would you like that I make bad jokes less? Uh, uh, am I Russ, going next? Tell me, yeah, tell me about your game. Okay, so I'm, I'm bringing... Um, Ghost Recon Future Soldier uh, to the mix. So here's the thing about Future Soldier. I haven't actually played a single moment of single player, interestingly enough, which is surprising because I really like single player games. But based on what I've heard from everyone, I'm going to play it eventually. But based on what I've heard, the reason to get this game is not for the single player. It's for the multiplayer. So I'm going to speak to the multiplayer. Um, The way the multiplayer is structured, it's a third person uh, shooter tradition you know in the style of like the past few um ghost recon games the difference here is that it's and this sounds a little dull but the whole multiplayer is based around intel so the idea is you're playing and you see an enemy guy right in front of you you could shoot him and kill him and get points experience points and level up stuff like that but if you shoot him with like a stun gun you can stun him and he goes to the ground and then you can hack him while he's on the ground and after he's been hacked, uh, the locations of every other member of his team get revealed for like a short period of time. So that's like one way of getting intel. And it helps your whole team and you get points anytime one of your team members kills someone using the intel that you got. Another way to do intel is like you're flying around in a UAV and you're like spotting guys for people. There's a few different ways to do it. So the idea is it sort of blends, you know, the like Call of Duty, like Twitch-based shooting mechanics with people that like to play more tactically. Because um, you don't really need like uh, reflexes to like fly the UAV around and help people, but you're still tremendously helpful and the game is still rewarding you a lot. Um, 
mode-wise, you know, it's uh, they've got like a few modes, you know, traditional bomb the base stuff and deathmatch and stuff like that. But there's also um, uh, a mode where like once you complete one objective, it like randomly picks the next objective. So that's sort of the mode that everyone's been gravitating towards because it keeps things fr- uh, fresh and interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would I would uh, give a lot of props to the creativity they put into this game. It's it doesn't feel like any other multiplayer shooter I've played. Uh, very creative game design at work, and it's fun. It's a good uh, multiplayer cooperative uh, shooter. Now, I I liked Advanced Warfighter a lot when it okay. came out years ago. Is, is there anything remotely similar to Grog well, adva- in here? Y- yeah, well, Advanced Warfighter had some of these Intel moments. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think in multi. I didn't play a ton of the multiplayer, but I'm, I'm not sure if the multiplayer had it. Definitely in single player, there were moments where it's like you had to control the UAV and like mark guys. Yeah, and I always found that kind of tedious in single player. But they made it in multiplayer here. They made it much more fluid and interesting, and uh, it's a lot easier to do to mark guys. Is it uh, my problem with? With uh, Ghost Recon games has always been my worry that they'd be. I'm not crazy about tactical. Um, how how much of this is tactics based versus just straight action based? Yeah, from the multiplayer side, what's good about the multiplayer is that you can play it either way. Like if you just want to be a soldier and go like you know heavy machine gun whatever and just shoot people, you can do that. Uh, but if you want to go like there are definitely people that prefer the more tactical route. You can be the guy that's marking guys and like doing all the intel stuff. So it's right. really, I mean, it's your preference. Few things give me more pleasure than when somebody's trying to play it all tactically and you know flying around their 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 special helicopter and looking down at their Game Boy, and I run up to them and I I shoot them with a shotgun and yell something about sports in their face and call yeah. them a nerd. You can do that and pull that's, their pants down. That's that works, that works an option for me. Is, there's a pants pantsing option you can pants yeah you, people. It, when you hit the b button after you kill someone you pull their pants down and you just get right in their dead face and you yell sports exactly. <laughs> uh there was a oh, one other thing i want to mention is that the game uh strongly recommends cover and sort of like a nod to like realistic combat so you'll actually earn more experience points if you kill guys from cover really like, mm. yeah um and there's also some moves in the game that like like if you're pressed into cover It'll show you like a marker in front of you at another cover point, and if you hit hold A, you'll do this like super fast sprint to that next cover point. So you're sort I mean, it feels like you're using like real world military tactics, which I know a heck of a lot about, given that I've no, I've never done anything real world military wise. I did go paintballing once though, and it felt like paintball. <laughs> yeah, you got shot in the face. I did. Russ still has has tremors at night. Because of paintball. Yeah. He has post-paintball stress. Post-paintball stress. So do you, do you uh, want to sum it there, all up for us, Russ? What, is there what? any... Hold on, real quick. Yeah. Is there any co-op? There is, actually. So, oh, yeah? So you can, yeah, yeah, there is. There is. So you can play the single player, which I haven't played, in co-op. I can't really discuss that. But there's also a um, horde-style uh, co-op mode. I forget what they call it. But it's basically like you with four other people... Uh, you know, fighting against a crap load of AI people, waves of AI people. Mm-hmm. So you can use those same tactics in, that in multiplayer. Cool. I'm just, I've, I've never had a more engaging or addictive multiplayer shooter experience than uh, Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2's terrorist hunt mode. 
And I, every time I hear oh, yeah. like a Tom Clancy multiplayer game, like I always have my fingers crossed. I think if you liked uh, the terrorist hunt stuff in Rainbow Six, I think you'd really like the this stuff here because it feels like a more fleshed I, out. No shit, like that endorsement. I will. I'll, I'll go pick that game up. There you go. Unless you're you're pulling my leg. No, no. I I I, I didn't. I never found uh, terrorist hunt all that much fun because I thought it was sort of random where the guys showed up and it was just yeah. like. That's what's but, so awesome about it. But here, I don't know. I feel like there's more thought in like how you take on a situation. There's more uh, teamwork involved because you get you're marking like enemies as they're coming in and stuff like that. Hey, do you know why they're called Ghost Recon? Yeah. Why? Because they're dead and they're ghosts. What? Oh my god! I always suspected. Yeah. That's why you you can't be like perma killed because you're right. already dead. Exactly. So basically, the story goes: you were a soldier in Vietnam. Got it. And you traveled to Vietnam because there was some sort of like, he wasn't really a terrorist. He was like a cult leader, and uh-huh. you go to like shut him down, but he's like, no, you should join me. But you need to make the ultimate sacrifice. So Got he it. takes a knife and he stabs you in the leg. But you end up bleeding out anyway because he hits the artery, and then you die. So you die in Vietnam, and then you wake up, and you're still in Vietnam. But you can take a plane back, but it has to be a ghost so, plane. And then you take the ghost plane back, and then they're like, "Okay, we need a new squad made up of only ghosts." And you're like, "Okay, I guess I should do it. No one else no, is gonna it, do it." It was amazing how coherent your story was when you were ripping off Francis Ford Coppola, and then how it immediately <laughs> fell apart after Apocalypse Now ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it became Soul Plane. <laughs> it became Soul Plane and Ghost Ship, in the perfect mashup. Uh, great. Well, that was that was not enlightening whatsoever. Uh, oh, well, but the rest of it was. <laughs> let's let's take a break uh, to talk about something fun uh, that was going on this week in the life of us. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week rocket money they make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need keep the ones you want get rid of the rest here's how it works rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20 percent all you have to do is take a picture of your bill and rocket money takes care of the rest that might sound too good to be true i have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments i have and it's worked which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties this episode of the besties is sponsored by aura frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind those are the sorts of people that you would say oh maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house 
but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. What did, it, what did everyone do uh, for the holiday weekend? Oh, I've got it. Oh, God. I don't know if I should share Are this. you going to talk about your poops? Uh, should I? No, yeah, I'd rather you didn't. Okay, if we we're don't voting. Have to. No, that's voting? fine. We don't about the poops. Yeah, I don't want to hear about poops. Okay, so never mind. You don't have to hear. I got. I had some stomach probs this weekend. Cool. That's cool. like that's Great. a fine. We won't share it. That's a fine short story. Like it's over. It's over. I uh, I drank enough shandy to fill a child's swimming pool. Enough what? <laughs> shandy. What is shandy? Our ah. Uh, Russ, what? It's only the best summertime drink ever invented. It's What's... a it's a beer with lemonade flavor. Oh right, you'd mentioned this many many weeks ago. Like old time lemonade, summer. you just crack open a little packet of. Old time. I don't think you can alchemize it quite quite that easily. <laughs> it's le- it's lemonade and beer. It's not like one part lemonade, one part beer. It's like beer infused with the good good spirit of lemonade. Does it taste like Bud Light lime? No, God, no, no. Although no. BL lime's okay. That can refresh you on a hot yeah, summer. Sure. I can't swim without some sort of lime-infused beverage, and I can't hammock without my shandy. Right. I have now, the best life ever. Do you guys know I had the best life ever? Where do you I've, get your shandies, Griffin? Like, what kind of shandies are you doing? I, I got to the you... HEP. I tell you, Line and Kugel is probably my fave shandy, but uh, Shock Top does an okay shandy. Oh, these I... are branded shandies? Yeah, they're brandy shandies. They're oh, brand. <laughs> I thought you were making your own. Now you no. can make your own, of course. Yeah, but I mean, I could, I could, you know, I could make my own pizza too. But there's a Little Caesars across the street, and they always have them. So is, is it, it all Shock Top shandy, or is it like a specific kind of Shock? Top? I think Shock Top. Uh, I, I think they specialize in because I've had that wheat beers. Yeah, yeah. That that's the the core Shock Top. I believe is an orange flavored experience. Hey, are you guys looking forward to E3? Oh my mm. god, the triple. Well, we have a show next week. I yeah, we're, we will. we're gonna. Yeah. yeah, we'll have a show. We're not gonna spoil. Yeah, we're gonna have so much work, free time. It's gonna be a great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna do another video? I think uh, maybe. there will be video. I think if the people want them, that's the what they want. want them? We'll give it. I don't, I don't know. know. Like nobody watched our first video, Besties. I feel like people hated it. Uh, lots of people liked it. If you've never seen it, I would recommend you go to tube, tubes.com and search, search for Besties video to watch about packs, mm-hmm. and you'll find it. 
Yeah, and it's probably not the best search, but no, I mean that's pretty close. That'll get you halfway. Maybe, there. maybe, maybe the listeners could petition for a video with a hashtag. You know, you get like, hashtags. I gotta want like, give me my besties video now. Shot at E3. I can't wait anymore. Ha- mm-hmm. Gotta have this video in <laughs> in and on my eyes and ears. Please give it. <laughs> besties, twenty twelve. Jeeves, besties. Coney. Games. Yeah. Bieber. <laughs> now we'll shoot uh we'll definitely shoot some stuff, uh do some video content, maybe record another episode, an audio show for you to enjoy. Uh but we're gonna be we're gonna be busy. Yeah. The triple if you, guys. If you guys are in town, if you're in LA, come hang out with us at our party. We're having <clears> a party on Sunday night. Where at? At I believe seven PT. It's at the Broadway bar. Yep, that's the name of it. It's at seven PM PT. It's seven to question mark, except we're gonna, eleven. We're gonna we have, have work. We have work in the morning on on yeah. Monday, so yeah, yeah, we gotta work. Yeah, I gotta morning. be. Oh, jeez, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I gotta be yeah. up at like six in the morning to cover the Microsoft press conference. Yeah, uh, I thought you guys would get to meet fun, Justin, but instead you're gonna meet uh, darting away from conversations because he can't handle them with people <laughs> yeah. just that he doesn't Aww. know very well, Justin. But maybe he'll be switch. warmed up. After Max there's, a, there's a switch inside of Justin that can only be flipped by the by the subtle hand of a vodka gimlet. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol's been a social lubricant for thousands. Mm-hmm. Can we before we move on, can we all name our uh, the game we're most looking forward to seeing? Ooh. Yeah. We did a feature on this. We did a we feature. Did. We wrote this yeah, down. This will be the audio Justin version. Justin took of the mine, so I'm gonna say it first. Metro. Okay. I'm what? gonna say design. That doesn't match. Chris Plant, you picked Super Mario Wii U. Yeah, because I couldn't pick Metro because Justin already picked it. Here's my here's mine then. In that case, Dishonored. Oh, okay. Dishonored. Yeah, it's Dishonored about- <laughs> him. <laughs> it's about a, a dishwasher with the power to teleport. Dish that, one red. Actually, that's a dishwasher. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Dishonored. I think that looks really cool. Uh, Little Big Planet Vita. Sorry guys, it looks amazing. Mm, Tomb Raider. Very excited about Tomb Raider. You already saw it, though. Yeah, but that's why I'm excited because I saw it and it looked awesome. Seen everything. I didn't see everything. So, uh, Griffin, what did you bring for us this week? Um, speaking of the Vita, I brought Resistance: Burning Skies. It's a new shooter. How is that? Uh, I mean, you can read my review, and I'm assuming you all did. So I can't sit here and pretend that it is (laughs) the best game ever released it's it's um it has its strengths and it has its weaknesses but some of its strengths no video game has ever done before uh so i'll start with that it is a first person shooter on a handheld console that works perfectly to that effect uh the 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 dual sticks like no other handheld console i guess you have the the dongle attachment for the 3ds now but um as far as I know, it's the first first-person shooter on a handheld console with two sticks and triggers and all that stuff. And and it, it like all of the fundamentals of moving and covering and shooting and aiming, like they all work superbly. Um, and if anything else, like it, it feels, you know, it's kind of messed up to say it's a great proof of concept that a first-person shooter can work on the Vita, but it does fill that role really well and i'm i'm really looking forward to i'm hoping other developers will play it and say okay this is possible this is something that can happen um and then make better games because there's a lot of bad stuff in it too like the campaign is is pretty rough um it apes 
a lot of elements of other shooters, only not really as well. I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's a scene in the game that is basically taken directly from a Gears of War game. Um, Zombie uh, Wife? Uh, can you edit that out? But yes, that's I didn't awesome. really. Is I that it? I guess that. <laughs> I was hoping that you ride in a giant monster. <laughs> uh, you do do that also. I um, can't believe I guessed it though. That's horrible. Yeah, that's what happens. Please edit that out though. Um, and and yeah, there's a few balance issues. Like the um, each there's eight guns in the game, and the guns in the resistance the resistance franchise are, are like the best. Pretty much always, Resistance Three is probably the 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 best example of that. Do they bring um, over the experience stuff where you can level up the guns using them? Well, here's the thing. Uh, so each gun has an alt fire that you set off with the touchscreen in different oh. ways. Uh, no, it's actually, it, it works pretty well. Like the bullseye that you use to lock oh, yeah. on, you just tap on your target and then it locks on. Like that works really well. And um, some of the stuff, it's just sort of like an obstacle that you have to take your hand off the screen to like set off this super powerful shot. So it's sort of like a balance and uh, you can upgrade the weapons with these uh, things called gray tech that you find. They're like little cubes that you can find on each level. Uh, they are not hard to find, though. They're, they're just like you go into a room with two exits and one leads to gray tech <laughs> and one leads to the next. It's not like you're not solving puzzles or anything like that. The big bummer is if you miss one and you go on to the next level, there's no chapter select option. Oh. You have to beat the game and then play it again in New Game Plus. It's wow. it's puzzling. Um and like there's some other stuff too. Like the there's two mini bosses that you have to fight just ad nauseum over and over and over again. And the pattern of like, you know, duck and cover and then shoot and shoot heads, like that really never changes throughout the throughout the game. But i I didn't think it got especially stale because the the game is only six chapters long and each one takes about an hour to beat. Um it's it's functional, but it's not it's not uh, it's not great. But the multiplayer is actually pretty fun. Uh, it's not working right now, unfortunately. Um, but when I was playing, wow. good good pick. Well, I mean, it's it's just I think their servers probably exploded from from the pressure of the ten people who were trying to play it. <laughs> um, no, from but, all those Vita owners. Yeah. Well, before launch though, when I was playing, it it was perfect. I, I think. Who were you playing to, with? Oh, it was a multiplayer session. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like it, I played for like three or four hours, like without getting disconnected. There was no lag. You can use the Vita's party system, which I don't know any other thing has used to, to create a party and then jump into party matchmaking. Like it, and it's, chat. Uh, yeah, you can chat in the party. Thing. Voice I chat. I don't know if that carries. Yeah. Damn, I, need I know. A Vita. I, I I know, dog. I didn't know it could do it either. Um. Uh, but but yeah, it, that all functions really really well in the multiplayer. It's like super limited. There's not many levels, and there's only like deathmatch, team deathmatch, and a survival mode, which is reminiscent of Halo's zombie mode. Um, but they're fun, like fast paced, run and gun. Is it experience based? Multiplayer. Where you're, like, yeah, it's experience based. Stuff? So you're unlocking stuff, and the upgrades that you find in the game, you unlock in the multiplayer and then you build three loadouts with you know a weapon and a grenade type and two upgrades for that weapon um that you can switch between at will during the match um i had how many, a lot i had a lot of fun with it how um, many people do you think will be playing multiplayer in a week i, I mean i don't know i don't know it's, if they don't get their their servers back online i would say probably zero which yeah. is a shame because 
um it's it's definitely the stronger half of the game but i don't know it's it's hard for me not to be swooned by the novelty of i'm playing a first person shooter that feels great on a handheld console but not only that i'm playing like a compelling fully featured multiplayer first person shooter like if they put call of duty on this thing with all of that functionality and like all of the stuff that you expect from the console version like i could see it doing really well uh so yeah that's resistance it's it's got some neat stuff it's got some it's got some rough stuff um if you're a fan of the franchise or you're like really curious of what a shooter is like on the vita you you know you should pick it up otherwise i'd say probably wait for probably wait for a price cut because there's probably you, not enough uh, there to justify can, 40. can you bring it to e3 so i just borrow it from you uh it's digital so no no oh. just just pull out your hard hard card okay i'll pull out my hard card <laughs> <laughs> just slide it into mine. Gross. And I'll just port it over. Slide yeah. it into Special Boys. Oh, Stop no. it. Sorry. Stop it with Delete that. that. Delete Come it. on. That won't Delete happen. It. Won't happen. I feel like Sorry. I, I feel like I tore my own game down so much that you guys don't really yeah, need to cross-examine. Yeah, yeah we, I don't even it's know really, if I can like, I think, consider it. <sighs> Slingshot uh, Icy was really just, good. And we yeah. didn't bring it. Well, you is Slingshot Racing a, a groundbreaking synergy of hardware and software that's never been seen before in no but it's a lot of fun and it only costs 99 cents it's also pretty creative from a racing perspective yeah and as multiplayer like it's the only fun one touch racing game i can think of um besides like a a stock car or what not stock car slot car racing you know yeah those those are games yeah Yeah, this was 1950 i totally agree with you wow wow burn so I know the two games that I'm not bringing to the end. <laughs> uh, okay, let, let, let's go over this uh, real quick. You know, I don't think that we can give Resistance a chance in the final two. Because you really tore I think it that's down. Fair. It, I mean, it does sound interesting. I have a copy of it. I'm going to boot it up. I'm going to try out that multiplayer. But... Well, give it a week. Uh, I'll give it... Yeah. I'll give it some time. I mean, the good thing is... At least something interesting is coming out on the Vita. People give mm-hmm. the Vita so much crap, but I, there, there's a lot of interesting stuff out on it already, I, and I think coming out this summer. I think the Vita's fucking dope. Yeah, I, I, I like love it. A lot of people give it shit, but I can't remember the last it's time. It's great hardware. The la- I mean, after, after these two games, the next big game being uh, Gravity... Oh my gosh. Whatever. But Gravity Rush. After these two games come out, it's sort of pretty quiet on the Vita that's again. That's what people keep saying. That's, that's not that's true. That's not entirely because, true. Yeah, that's not true at all. Okay, apart from Little Big Planet Vita, which I know you're excited about, what other big retail The Call of Duty game out? that's going to come out in the fall. Oh, that, so that's four months away, five months away. I mean, the uh, Sony uh, press Madden, conference is in all four days. Like, let's, I know, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. it's weird that we don't know more people, about I, what they're planning. I, I don't know what... People attack this system. They have tons of good games out there right now. Yeah, the launch know, lineup... Been, well, tons. let's be honest. Between launch and... Uh, resistance. It's been a dry spell. Three or four like great they, games on it, maybe. Since then? No, no I mean since, since launch. launch. What? Maybe what are they? Uh, I mean, Gaia. nothing. No, oh, this guy. That's okay. Seriously, like what? Well, I haven't bought anything since launch, so I, I want to know what I'm. So missing like out your on. your monster game that you like, the alien game. Right. I'm not saying that that was at launch. That's right. No, in, that's what I'm saying. In no, con- including guys, the launch, it's like you, four games. You can't say the good stuff isn't coming out because nothing has been coming out. I'm saying that the launch lineup was super good, and that yeah. I mean the hardware is so tight that 
once they start making I, good games on it, I think it's going it to be was, great. You can't, I mean, the 3DS, you can say the same fucking thing about yeah, that. The like, 3DS had a horrible It like, had the worst year. launch lineup of horrible. any I completely game console agree. I've But I'm not, I'm not disagree. I mean, like, yeah, the Vita had a good launch. I'm just saying that that thing, it falls out of mindshare when you don't have any games released for, yeah. like, I don't months. think that will matter when, if, if when Call of Duty comes out in November and it works. If that happens, mindshare goes way up. Here's the other thing. I honestly, I know you disagree with me, but I don't think huge hardcore Call of Duty people are going to want to play that game on a portable device. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I totally disagree. Just because you look at Madden portable players and it's such a huge market. Like, I I think there's a market for it. But that's not the point of this podcast, yo. Let's talk about the final two games. Okay. Dragon's Dogma uh, and Ghost Recon, blah, 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 blah. Future Soldier. Future Soldier. Do you want me uh, to give the synopsis again? No, I don't. I don't at all. Because you said there were ghosts in it, and I looked it up on Wikipedia, and there aren't. I was trying to I'm make it more interesting. <laughs> suddenly much less interested. Uh, give, give me, each of you, give me your just best short hard sell. What is the most fantastic reason that this should be the best game, not even of the week, but of the year? Okay. Uh, it's over. Got Dragon's Dogma has... Uh, a, a really innovative system for online connectivity. It has uh, du- uh, upwards of 60 to 70 to 80 hours of uh, gameplay. It has a huge, beautiful open world, a fun soundtrack, and it is one of the closer approximations of what the western audience wants that has come out of japan and we need to support efforts like that is there anything magical about it because we used to have games that were like solving world peace connecting uh, people with their dead th- i mean nothing magical I've, about dog i've learned to lo- i mean it's taught me to love a small boy who's basically nothing but ones and zeros it's taught me to love special boy i, I don't think that there's anything wrong i think that that is something pretty special you're saying in the future if if the robot revolution comes and we're all up against the wall. Um, the the Cybermancers will look through the archives and find your special relationship with Special Boy. Who is I assume he I is assume, an AI construct. Well, I assume Special Boy's AI construct will be imported into one of the mechs. So like one will be about to shoot me, and oh, and then the, and the mech will be compassion. like the mech mm-hmm. will be like this one is named Special Boy. Mm-hmm. Protect the arisen, and he'll like scoop me up in his arms, <laughs> take me away. Probably, probably something how, how, like how that. About, how about you, Russ? His love is what's, real, what's but he's not. Ghost Recon gonna do for you? Ghost Recon. Captain Benjamin Willard lies on his bed oh. in a hot, sweltering summer day. We can, can we sweat just... drips Wait, down off his face. Are you face reading the script from Apocalypse Now? As he looks into the mirror and smashes it with a fist, blood drips down his hands. As he wonders why, why, I've gotten why? pretty good at sensing when Russ is about to say some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it like a like my knee starts to ache, like hey, it's an oncoming. How many storm. games let you play as Benjamin Willard from Apocalypse Now as a ghost? Okay, well you're Zero, that's that's, that's a lie. That's just yeah. false. That's made up. Chris, I want my ruling. I want my rightful award. I, I really cannot believe this because I did not come into this thinking Dragon's Dogma had a chance at even the number two spot. But. He, he sold it well. You, you sold it well. Woo! 
I Dragon's Dogma is our best game of the week. Uh, I actually, as somebody who has played both of them, I would have a hard time <laughs> uh, selling it over Max Payne Three. I think Max Payne Three uh, is a lot champion. more, a lot let more me, thrilling and solid ask, all can around. I, can I ask you a question? Ask me. You can. You can. In addition to grappling large enemies, you can also pick up and chuck your your teammates right <laughs> that's accurate i can pick up special boy can you pick up special boy and throw him at an enemy fastball special style fast fastball special boy <laughs> yeah but nothing fun happens it would be like throwing a big stupid bag of jello at him like he's just a special boy <laughs> he just flies i mean he just thunks against them doesn't really do any good can you throw him like off a mountain like a special special <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> You could. Actually, when your characters die, you, you can tap them on the shoulder and bring them back to half-life. But that's some, But the other pawns can't do that. But what they can do is pick the person up. So a lot of times you'll see somebody die, and then one of the other pawns will go and pick them up and then walk over and drop their corpse in front of you. Like, what, hey, do, what do did I do? Do the thing. Do the thing you do. <laughs> Special boy down. It's like when your dog brings in a dead baby rabbit, <laughs> or a dead special boy. Dead exactly. Special boy. But 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 the it the pathing's not really great, so it doesn't necessarily know if it's close to you or not. <laughs> so even if you are standing next to the corpse and the other pawn is standing there, the pawn will pick up the corpse and drop it in front of you. <laughs> That's adorable. It is. It's fantastic. But anyway, it sounds funnier than Max Payne Three. It is. It is. It's not as funny as Game of Thrones, which I also played and beat this week. I was going to bring, just because it's got a character in it named Dale Tomato. <laughs> but I decided against it. Max Payne 3 remains the uh, the champion uh, of the besties for now. For now. But it will have some serious competition next week. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris yeah. Plant, maybe uh, don't bring garbage next time. I'm, yeah, bringing, a bring great, I'm bringing a great game next week. I want to I wanna be a commission. One of these weeks. You can, because I'm bringing judgments. a great game. I'm bringing bring the best in? game of the week next week. I know what you're bringing. God, I can't wait for it. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. So, thank you, friends, for tuning in once again. Make sure to visit us on our website. Uh, it's theverge.com forward slash gaming. It won't be like that forever. You can also go to polygon.com and sign up for our, our mailing list and fi- follow us on Twitter at Polygon. Um, like us on Facebook. It's forward slash Polygon. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube forward slash Polygon. Uh, and make sure to, to come to our party if you're in the L.A. area. Sunday, June 3rd, 7 p.m. at the Broadway Bar. Come on by. We'll have some drinks and games and stuff. And uh, make sure you tune in next Friday for another episode of The Besties. Should the world's best friends pick the world's best games? <laughs> <laughs>